everybody, and welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. My guest today is Carol Morgan, a spiritual mentor, public speaker, and certified integrative nutrition health coach who channels Zena Allen, an extraterrestrial being dedicated to helping humanity move forward with love, joy, and hopeful expectation. Carol, I'm thrilled to have you join me for a discussion about how to break away from everything that does not serve you in order to create a beautiful, abundant, and healthy life. Thank you so much, Maria. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you. So before we get into everything and all the amazing things that you're doing right now, can you go ahead and fill us in about your background? Because you are not originally from the United States, so it's a fascinating story. What is your background? Well, Maria, I was born and raised in Costa Rica, and that is a very conservative Catholic environment. The majority of the country is Catholic. That's how I was raised, and what got me here really was just a pull from what I know now to be spirit. But I didn't know. Something was calling me to come to the U.S. I loved the culture. I was fascinated by the language. I just needed to be here. And I decided that I was going to come here for college, and that's what I did. When I came to the U.S., I actually just brought with me all my beliefs and all my upbringing, even though what I was looking for here was something different. I ended up recreating it, and in my 30s, I realized that although I had accomplished everything that I had set forth to accomplish, I was unhappy. But I had a great job from the get-go. I got a job in banking very good pay. I got a husband. I had children. I had horses. I had everything I wanted. And yet I found myself pretty miserable. It's just amazing because you actually did have everything. But so I know that during that wonderful career that you had all those years, you began to have some health issues. Now you are not a cancer survivor, but yet with everything going on in your life, all of a sudden you found yourself not well. So how did that actually propel you into perhaps the beginning of the path that you're on now? Yes, actually, that is what opened up spirituality to me. Because when I found myself in my 30s and realizing that I had no energy, that I was not well, I actually developed chronic uh, respiratory ailments. I was on all kinds of antibiotics every winter. I was on steroids. I was in coding. Without it, I couldn't sleep at night. The cough was so bad. And I really was unwell. And I didn't realize how it had gotten to that point. It just crept up on me until one day I decided, well, this cannot be normal. And I went to my doctor and I said, can you please explain to me why, when is it that I come every year? And he went into my records, and sure enough, it was in the fall every single year. He would put me on the same antibiotics, try again with another round. And I was the one that came up with the pattern that had developed. Nobody else was going to do it for me. At that time, I was surprised that my doctor hadn't picked up on it. But now I understand, well, they have hundreds of patients. You need to be your own advocate. And when I understood that, I began looking for alternative medicine. And I 
coincidentally, or now that I know that coincidence doesn't exist, synchronistically met a lady who is a chiropractor, and she asked me if I had done a food intolerance test, and that did it for me. I found out through this test that I am intolerant to gluten, and then I also found foods that are generally healthful that we're not working with me. So we also need to take into consideration our bio-individuality. And I wasn't. I was thinking, okay, well, this is this tastes delicious. I'm going to go for it. This is healthy. I'm going to go for it. And when I discovered this and I cured myself through changing my diet and changing my lifestyle, I became absolutely passionate. And in fact, I was remembering just the other day in preparation for our conversation today that one of the doctors that I saw was a naturopath. And actually, he I still go to him if I need him. And I remember him saying very well that, can't, let me see how he put it. He said something like, Carol, if your emotions in your lifestyle are toxic, then you're going to end up with cancer. Cancer is the new ulcers. It used to be that people would get indigestion, but now they get cancer because there is so much that is assaulting the body that that's just how it ends up being. With him saying that, and with everything that I learned, I decided to go back to school and on top of everything else that I was doing, study integrative nutrition. That's how I... It's amazing. It is crazy now that I look back. Because how many hours a day were you working? Full-time, full-time, at least at least 40. I was a salaried, but at least 40. Plus, I had two little children, and I had horses at home. I was show jumping at the time, so there was a lot going on in my life. Wow, wow. That is a lot of stress. That experience was very helpful because I understood, again, the importance of your lifestyle and of your mindset and of what you actually do feed your body. And that's how I ended up changing my life. So that's so interesting because diet actually does play a large part in your health, obviously. So what in particular did you change about your diet other than taking out gluten? Gluten was the biggest one, but I also took out dairy. And, and I have to say that I did a lot of changing in a very short period of time. As time continued, I kind of fell off the wagon and then I picked it right back up. So that happens. And, and that also made me realize how important it is to have health coaches out there that help people through these changes. I did it on my own. And it can be very overwhelming. But I took gluten, dairy out. I started eating organic foods at first, wherever I could. Then that's all I buy. If I go out to eat, I don't really stress about it. But I make it so that I am preparing the majority of my foods with organic produce. I grow a lot of my food as well. I took out as many processed foods as possible. And if I eat processed foods, I try for them to have the least amount of ingredients that you cannot pronounce. Right, exactly. And that's key. Yeah, keep it simple. So I love the idea that uh, you cleaned up your act in terms of uh, diet for your health, but there is a mental slash spiritual component to getting well, to healing. 
And I know that for you, it led to A Course in Miracles, which is a fascinating story because kind of came to you in a non-direct way. Could you tell me about how you actually started studying A Course in Miracles? Maria, it's so interesting because the Course in Miracles came to me through the back door. And now I understand why. Well, first, I would have rejected it coming from the Catholic background that I did. And second, it is because the course comes to you when you are ready for it. When I started in this journey, the founder of Integrative Nutrition School, his name is Joshua, he was talking about the body's ability to heal itself by itself if we just give it a chance. And he kept repeating himself and repeating himself. And that idea really stuck in my mind, along with we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. Those two things that he kept saying really stuck with me and started opening this door to spirituality. As I got sick and as uh, many things happened in my life, I also had a very big fallout in my marriage where things really got dark, things really got difficult beyond what I would have ever expected to go through. In this time, my husband was the one who found the Course in Miracles, and he did it for an entire year. The course is a daily lesson that you repeat throughout the day and you implement. And when I saw the change in him a year later, I decided to jump on board. By that time, when I did this, I had already cleaned up my diet. I had already cleaned up my thinking. And when I looked back, I thought, oh my goodness, Joshua is probably a student of the course. And now through different things, I've come to the, to the realization that that is the case. So the course found me in a sort of backwards way. That's fascinating. What it also did was lead you to a woman named Tina Louise Spalding. Your relationship with her, and you have you work with her now, actually. Can you tell us about that and how that has absolutely changed your life completely? Yes. Well, the Course speaks of forgiveness, and it speaks of empowerment of really understanding that you are not the victim of your reality, but that you are the creator of it. And that to me was the door in. I read along with the course, her book, Jesus, my autobiography. And again, this was something that my husband suggested I do. And at first I was like, no way, this is such a sin. But when I picked up that book, I couldn't set it down. In fact, it was a, a little bit nerdy because I would take it. I always carry a big purse. So I would take it with me everywhere. I now understand that it's the energy of that book that was just feeding my soul. And I just couldn't set it down. But I continued in that path. And I started completely changing my mind and realizing that I had not been the victim of the perceived tragedy I was its creator for a reason, and that reason was awakening, awakening to the reality that life is indeed beautiful and that you are in charge. You may not be in control, but you are in charge, and it is a matter of being in charge of your perception. So I went ahead and continued with the course, and with reading this book, I became fascinated by the work of Tina Spaulding. In December of 2017, I came to the opportunity of attending one of her workshops. It was a 
one-day workshop in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. At this point, I had been rearing my children for 10 years without break. I had not left the country without them. I had not left the state without them. I had not gone anywhere or done anything without them. I realized at this point that my my the foundational work with them was done and it was time for me to take the next step in my evolution. I went ahead, I purchased the tickets. My husband and I went to the workshop and it was completely life altering. The entire time I was sitting there with my jaw wide open, she's channeling Jesus, she's channeling Ananda. And mind you, only months before this, I didn't even know what channeling was. It just right. came open. To, I didn't even know I was Catholic. I, I didn't. I didn't have a clue. <laughs> and sure enough, I was just enthralled by what was happening there in the energy. And I approached her after meeting her and offered her my services. And I said, I don't know what I can do for you, but I know you need my help. And here is my experience. I don't need the money. I don't need a job. I don't have the time, but somehow I know that I need to work with you. And after a couple of attempts, she actually said, well, let's give it a try. And that's how I began traveling with her around the world. So Carol, wasn't it during a retreat with Tina that you actually had another life-changing event? Yes, it was that same year. I contacted her at the beginning of January yes, of 2018. And I started working with her and it was in September that we were in Taiwan. And she was channeling Jesus. And during the meditation, I had what I now know was an out of body experience. I didn't know it at the time. I haven't had one ever since that was my first and only one. But I found myself in the Swiss Alps. And what the meditation was leading us towards was a being that had a message for us. And as I approached this being, although I could not see him, I could perceive the largeness of the energy, but I couldn't fully see him. I realized that whatever I was encountering was not human. And it was a bit freaky. I like to share that again with the Catholic background, extraterrestrial life was nothing that I was interested in pursuing. It was not something I discounted. My husband was really into it, but not me. I was just happy thinking that I had a handle on things and I was comfortable with what I thought I understood. But nonetheless, I continued approaching this being and he had a message for me and the message was, you're on your way to changing the world. Very hefty message. I came back out of that meditation, I picked up a notebook, and I started writing on the back of the book. But the writing kept coming. So I had all of a sudden five pages backwards of writing. And that was basically his introduction or their introduction to me. He introduced himself as Zena. He is a blue avian. Blue avians are extraterrestrial beings of sixth density that have the mission of helping humanity in its ascension. And that was the introduction. As soon as I could, I just ran out of there. Uh, we were 13 hours apart, but I called my husband and I said, you have no idea what just happened to me. You have no idea. He was really excited. I was totally freaked out. 
It's absolutely mind-blowing when you think about it. So Xena uh, is now known as Xena Allen. And how did Xena become Xena Allen? That was September of 2018. In October, I had a little gathering here at home, and I had some people that came, and uh, we did a little channeling, a little hanging out. And after that, my son drew a picture. Oh, it had to have been November because it was close to Thanksgiving. He drew a picture of everything that he was thankful for, a Thanksgiving picture. And he included Zena. And he said, Zena alien, but he misspelled alien. And he put Alan. At a subsequent transmission, Zena said that he really liked it, that he liked Alan. They don't need last names. That is very much a human construct. They don't even need names. We like them because we identify what and whom we're speaking with that way. But they're telepathic beings. They don't need names. However, he gave me this as a gift of a pseudonym so that I could put his work out in the world. And what that work looks like is not only verbal transmissions, also energetic transmissions, and then energy attunements, which are drawings that help you clean out the gook that doesn't allow you to experience energy at its maximum expression. It's not an upgrade because an upgrade requires your consent. This is an attunement. It basically clears the path. Right. So, and, and it's amazing because what's happened is Zena Allen, to get his work out into the world, you uh, were directed to work with four other people to form a partnership, if you will, a limited partnership, right? And now you are a business. And so Zena Allen is actually a business. It sure is. Zena Allen LLP. And it was a very interesting evolution for me because I had been in business my entire career, but I had never really sought out the help of strangers to come and put a new partnership together like that. So it was very, very interesting. It went on in 2019. In March, I met my first partner in Costa Rica during a retreat. Her name is Janet Alford. My second partner I met in Torquay, England, and his name is Zach Gordon. The next partner is Mackenzie Mason. I met her in Salt Spring Island, British Columbia, Canada. And my last partner I met in Tulum, Mexico in December of that same year. By the end of the year, I kept seeing these four faces. They just kept coming up. And I kept seeing T-shirts with the drawings on them. I had no idea. Uh, I'm thinking, what am I going to do with this? I have no experience in this. What is this for? And sure enough. And these were all drawings of energy attunements, right? So it's, it's extraterrestrial art. It's extraterrestrial art. Who would have thought, Maria? Not me. That's for sure. Not me. <laughs> right. So I kept seeing these t-shirts. I kept seeing the attunements in products. And then I understood that I was being guided to contact these people to help me out because I don't have neither the bandwidth or the experience or the skill needed to put it all together myself. And so we did. I contacted these people. They all agreed. They were all excited. None of them hesitated. And that's what we are doing now. We have a website, xenaallen.com, 
And what we do through that is put these products out for the world to see and for the world to have. They don't need to buy them if they don't want to. They can benefit from the attunements by looking at them. But if they want to contribute to the upliftment of humanity into the mission, then they can go ahead and purchase and allow us to magnify the effect by so many beings looking at these products. Our idea starts there, but our goal is larger than products. It is providing services and it is providing a model of a new way of doing business in a way that is higher dimensional. We like to call it the 5D. We don't really know what the 5D looks like. No human really knows, but we have a pretty good understanding that it's not what we are doing right. now. It is something that is based in love. It is something that is based in mutual respect, still with the understanding that you are still trying to run a profitable business, but at the core, there needs to be transparency, respect, and true care for its constituents. And also, I mean, I, I do want to say that the business is really centered on on healing. And so, especially as a cancer survivor, I appreciate that because not only do I appreciate the artwork with the attunements and the energy, uh, you know, attunement, but I also appreciate all of the love and wisdom that comes through from Zena because you do channel him. You have private sessions, you have mentoring groups. Uh, tell me a little bit about that because there are people like my, such as myself who in the interest of healing, understand that healing starts with the mind and how you change your mind. So how is Zena's work helping people like me change their minds and heal? Ah, yes, Maria, you bring up something so beautiful. The attunements always come with a message. And each message is one of hope, expectation, excitement, empowerment towards humanity. Not only getting that out in the world is healing, as you said, in the sense that when you feel that energy and you allow it to flow, you get in that flow. Energy is meant to be flowing. Whenever anything becomes stagnant, that becomes disease or lack of ease. Furthermore, there is the transmissions, we call them channeling sessions that are one-on-one, -on -one, where they actually tune into your energy and they provide guidance that is specific to you. And specific to you, I say, quote unquote, because really we're all one. And I have come to learn in the course of this work that the ailments, the issues, the problems, the challenges, let's call them, that humanity has are counted in one hand. There's different forms of them, but truly the underlying current is basically the same. But they come with guidance that is for you. They're not fortune tellers. There is such a thing as the law of free will that doesn't allow them to spoil the fun for you and tell you what exactly is going to be happening. But they do see the possibilities. They see what you have put in the pot and what is the likelihood of what you're going to produce out of that pot. But they also help you see. They help you see that you are in charge, that you can create consciously. You're always creating, but you can do so consciously so that you really produce that which is in alignment with what you do want. I also have created a mentorship program 
and they don't like to call it program. That's another of the programs of our society because programming is, is indoctrination to a certain extent. It's really a mentorship opportunity so that not only do we have effect on a being once, but are able to carry them through a period of time. And this mentorship, this new uh, opportunity that is coming up now in January of 22 is called Breaking Free. And Breaking Free is a model that they gave me at 444 in the morning in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania this last July right before I was to deliver a 10-hour workshop. Talk about surrender. I had no idea what I was going to talk about and how I was going to go about it, but I surrendered, and that morning they gave me a nine-step model of how to break free. That's what we're working on right now, and it truly is a all-encompassing approach where we're really trying to reach people of different levels of understanding and readiness, as well as people in all sorts of financial positions so that money is not what stops them from receiving this information. Right. And, you know, the people who need it the most, people who have health issues or mental health issues or spiritual health issues, they would benefit greatly from this information. I know that when I've had different channelings and advice given to me, and, you know, it's amazing what they tell you about your energy and where your focus should be in order for you to heal. And this is the kind of information that Zena is always coming through with, as you said, on an individual level, but also in, in different settings for different groups. So it's really next level. It really, it is. It has evolved to such degree, Maria, that this year in August, I decided to put an end to a, an almost three-decade corporate career. Successful career. I had everything that I needed, not only financially, but resource-wise and flexibility-wise, and that was simply not filling my heart anymore. The transformation that I see in lives of the people that we help with this work is so fulfilling. It's so fantastic that the energy that other work was bringing to my life was completely jarring. So now here I am. I find myself fully employed by an extraterrestrial being. Who would have thought? That's what I keep saying. Who would have thought? I know. And it's so exciting to think what's coming down the pike because you are literally just really launching Breaking Free in 2022. So it, it promises to be an exciting year. So some of the wisdom that comes from Zena, and I think it's especially appropriate at this time, is is to be congruent with who you really are and to be in alignment. Could you just say a few words about that? Because I want people, especially who have health issues, to understand that it is possible for them to heal and how they do that. The bottom line is becoming congruent with who you really are. Could you talk about that just for a little bit? What I believe congruency really means is to be authentic, not only to align your words and your deeds with your beliefs and your thoughts, but to stay authentic. We are not really taught that in this society. We are taught that if we take care of ourselves first, we are selfish. If we celebrate our successes, we are bragging. And if we don't put everyone else 
ahead of us that there is something very, very wrong with us. And what that has done is that it has created a society that is very resentful. When you're not being yourself, when you're not in alignment, you simply do not feel well. And you cannot be loving when you are in that place. And therefore, it becomes a vicious cycle. When you are authentic and you show up exactly how you are, you are going to be liked by the people that are meant to like you. And you're going to be disliked by the people that do not need to be in your life and are not going to bring you any benefit. Therefore, it is very freeing because you can be authentically you unapologetically and truly that is your only job here is to be yourself there are billions of us in this planet so that god all that is the universe whatever label you identify with can experience itself so there is no point in me trying to be you or trying to live my life through your eyes when we present ourselves authentically and congruently energy flows. And that goes back to my previous comment that when energy is flowing, you are in alignment, you remain well, you remain healthy. But when we say no, when we truly want to say yes, we build up energy that's stagnant in the body. When we say anything other than what we truly feel, when we don't speak our truth, when we act not authentically, that energy gets stuck. We become resentful again. And that's when we start miscreating. We create situations in our life that we don't like. We create jobs that we're miserable in. We create relationships that are toxic. And subsequently, we create disease. That is why becoming congruent is so important. And becoming congruent allows you to raise your frequency. And that is so important, right? For health. I don't think people understand frequency in terms of health, but it's everything. It is everything related to everything. <laughs> That's what is it so is. interesting. And yet yeah. we don't learn it. We are all energy. Everything is energy. And energy vibrates at a certain rate. If you think about it, and actually it can be measured, words that are loving can be measured at a higher frequency than words that are unloving. When you're operating in an unloving frequency or a lo lower frequency of sorts, you are going to encounter people, places, things, and experiences of like vibration. It is like being on a highway. If the highway is divided and you're going northbound, you are not going to crash with the southbound traffic. Right. If you are going in high frequency, you are going to not meet the lower frequency experiences. And that is why frequency and vibration are so important. And yet we are not taught about this. Right. And cancer, of course, is very low frequency and a healthy immune system is much higher. And so it only because we've given away our own power and spent our lives pleasing other people and done all kinds of things that were not in alignment with who we truly are. And by not being congruent, you lower your frequency so that you are able to actually end up with a disease like cancer. And it comes through food, it comes through entertainment, it comes through a lifestyle. And I'll tell you, Maria, I've had to go through my forgiveness practice with cancer because my dad 
died of a cancer he didn't know he had. And my mom had breast cancer. She's still alive, had breast cancer in her 60s. And when I learned this, I started really digging into what caused them, what, what caused those cancers. And in my mom's case, it became very obvious to me that it was that incongruency where she didn't speak her truth. And that was a generation that was very indoctrinated in not speaking your truth, especially in a third world country, especially Costa Rica, a Latin culture that is very driven by the male energy. I could totally see what did it with her. And in a di from a different perspective, I could also see what did it for my dad. So I had to go through this process of forgiving and of releasing fear. And this is really important because fear is a great contributor in cancer. Yes. Great contributor. Fear is actually not love. And when you accumulate that not love energy in your body, it needs to express itself in a certain way that provides you a message for you to understand that there is something that you need to change. Right. It's simply a message. And you can decide, okay, I am going to listen to this message and I'm going to act upon it. Or you can decide I'm going to be a victim of this and I'm going to let it take me out. And when you stand, yeah, when you stand in your own power, though... When you learn, especially through people such as yourselves who are helping others to learn how to stand in their own power, you can actually heal yourself and reverse the cancer. Absolutely. And I really believe in Dr. Bruce Lipton's work in epigenetics, where he talks about the ability of the human being to turn genes on or off depending on your lifestyle and your mindset. I really do believe it. And now this work that I am doing and the information that I am receiving is congruent with these studies. So science does back it up. I believe it does as well. Yeah. It, it, and it's exciting for the future because it means that in the future, I think as we ascend, as, as humanity ascends into the fifth dimension from the 3D world, that the future of medicine will be much more focused on energy. I agree with you, Maria. And I continue to bring up fear because right now the collective consciousness is full of it. Well, you don't have to go very far to see that there are many people that are immersed in fear right now. And growing up again in a Catholic country, Latin American Catholic country, I dealt with fear and guilt my entire life. And this is something that I needed to transcend. And that is why I went through the experiences that I went through. But fear is a lousy counselor, Zena says. And I am really hoping that people wake up and see that fear is not the way. Well, certainly with you doing your work and extending Zena's work out into the world, you are making a, a big impact. And, and I know you'll continue to do that. So I so look forward to being a part of your community because it's certainly helping not only myself get well and stay well, but many others. So thank you, Carol. And thank you for being here today with me to share your journey with our listeners. And I hope that they do contact you. What is the best way for people to learn more about your work and what you're doing and maybe even become a part of your uh, the spirit-led community that you have begun? 
Thank you for asking. The best way is going to zinaallen.com. It's X-I-N-A-A-L-L-E-N.com. There you can not only look at the products, but there's also upcoming events, links to mentorship, links to session. There's also links to the Spirit-Led Community, which is the community that Zina and I started. It's got over a thousand members now. It is free and it is a very loving and supporting community. It's on a platform called Mighty Networks. It is a great alternative to social media. So if anybody is interested, that is the best way to find us. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Carol. Thank you so much for having me, Maria. And I have to say, I applaud you for your bravery, for having accomplished what you have accomplished, for bringing this message to people and you yourself for being congruent because it's not anybody that would want to bring somebody on board that talks about extraterrestrial communication. So thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Believe me. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes. So you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net, on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at mariabarnespcby. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, if you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2022, Maria Barnes, LLC, all rights reserved.